Hello, hello. It's another episode of the When Marriage Host podcast. My name is Ola Davis and I am your host. And this is episode number 51. Episode number 51, I am going to be talking about... I'm going to be talking about a video that I saw I saw on um I saw on social media recently and I don't know if you've come across this video but it's a video that I know that it resonated with a lot of people online in a way that I don't think it's healthy <laughs> um so what I'm trying to tell you that this video it's a bit popular. It's of a lady preacher. I don't know what her name is, but a lady preacher in the U.S. And I suppose she has women as her audience. Um, I don't know if she's a pastor. I suppose she is. I, I don't really know this lady. But anyways, there's this clip of, of her preaching and addressing women and saying things like, You're anointed to deal with his attitude and so she's addressing women talking about it she's addressing women in reference to their husbands saying that wives are anointed to deal with their husband's attitude and then she goes on to list other things so she just kept going she was like you're anointed to deal with his attitude you're anointed to deal with his um calling or ministry you're anointed to deal with she just kept going and then she said you're anointed to deal with these demons and at that point i'm like what in the world um (laughs) okay um so this is what i want to talk about because you know when i when i heard that i felt compelled to post a video on instagram addressing this and then i'm like this is probably something i should share with the ladies on the podcast as well because as much as it sounds outrageous like you're anointed to deal with your husband's demons those words might sound crude or ridiculous or dangerous or whatever however you want to qualify it But the truth is, this is how a lot of Christian women think. And when I say a lot of Christian women, I'm not excluding you and I. (laughs) This is how, this this is the kind of thinking that makes us stay in an abusive marriage longer than we should makes us stay in an abusive marriage even when it becomes apparent that we cannot help this man makes us stay in an abusive marriage even when the man doesn't acknowledge his own problems it puts us in a position where we begin to see ourselves as the savior that god has sent to this man to save him from himself it's the same mindset ladies it doesn't matter whether it's described as the man's demons or the man's weaknesses or the man's attitude or the man's 
shortcomings or his sins. It really, whatever word we use, it's all talking about the same thing. Now, the word that this lady preacher uses might sound shocking, like you're anointed to deal with his demons. But the reason I felt compelled to make like a response video and post it on Instagram, and this is this is on my personal page, by the way. Um, yeah, maybe I don't I don't remember putting it on the When Marriage Shots Podcast page, but anyway, I, even if I don't put it on there, you're getting the full gist on this podcast. Um, yeah. So this this kind of teachings. So you might not have heard a preacher say you're anointed to deal with your husband's demons, but you might have heard a different version of that. I know that years ago, I definitely heard a different version of that, not just once or twice. It was just, a, it's it's like a recurring thing in sermons and in, in, in churches where we're being told that the reason um <laughs> that the reason God has put us in our husbands' lives is to help them with a certain issue that they're having. And when they say a certain issue, they're not just talking about normal stuff. They're talking about real bad behavior. Essentially they're talking about abuse. They're talking about abusive behaviors. And they try to brainwash us into thinking, well, why should you be complaining about this stuff? This is why God has brought you into this man's life. Like God's God's grand plan to deliver your husband from this bad behavior is you. Like you're you're the G, the same way God sent Jesus into the world to fix the problem of sin. Is the same way he sent you. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm I'm trying to keep a straight face through this, but I really can't. So they try to brainwash us into thinking it's the same way that Jesus was sent into the world to deal with sin. Is the same way you have been sent into this man's world as his wife to deal with his sin problem. Honey, nothing could be further from the truth Jesus was sent here to deal with sin capital S okay and the way to subscribe to the victory that Jesus obtained for us on the cross victory over sin that Jesus obtained for us the way to subscribe to that is to surrender our lives to him and let him be our Lord and Savior now that's not something you can do for someone as soon as a person comes of age (laughs) they have to make that decision for themselves you can't make that decision for your spouse you cannot you cannot you know you can pray for your spouse intercede whatever but you cannot fix their sin problem you can't the church might have lied to you over the years that you can, but you cannot do that. You can't. And any 
anytime that a person tries to convince you that this is why God has put you in this guy's life to fix his sin problem, it's simply a manipulation from the pit of hell. I'm not saying that anyone that tells you that is a manipulator, they could just be saying that due to ignorance. Maybe that's all they've learned for years and they believe it to be true and they're just passing it on to you. But I'm telling you, sisters, God did not put anyone on this earth to deal with anybody's sin problem. The only person that God put on her to do that is Jesus. Okay? So this lady is talking about how you're anointed to, to deal with your husband's demons. So I put this video out there on social media and people are commenting. Some people are just outraged that, you know, this is just wrong teaching and it's dangerous and it's harmful. And as always with everything on social media, you would have people that would um, express just the opposite of that. And they would, uh, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's kind of funny actually how... As believers, we've been so brainwashed to the point where when a preacher says something, especially if it's a preacher we know and respect, we try, even even though what they're saying is plain, like day and night, we try to, we try to find a way to make whatever nonsense they just said, we try to find a way to make it right. We try to find a way to make it sound good. We so if we if we're not able to do that, we say, well, maybe that's not exactly what they meant, because it's so it's so difficult for us to accept that that person just says something that's untrue, and it's taken me a long time to find that this is just human nature. But I used to struggle with it a lot, and that's because it it wasn't something that I really. Um, it, it, it wasn't much of a problem for me. Like I could like and respect someone, but if they say something that's untrue, I'm still able to say, I like and respect such and such person, but I don't believe what they just said. It's, I don't believe what they just said is the truth, but I, I guess that's not something that a lot of people feel comfortable. So anyways, there were people that commented on the post and said things like well um you can you you have the anointing to cast out the demon out of him and i'm thinking okay so this is exactly why people get married right to start a deliverance ministry <laughs> another person said um well the bible says you know one would chase a thousand two would chase ten thousand or whatever I'm like, see, all that is well and good, but that only works when your spouse comes to a place where they are like, they, they admit having a problem and they want to be helped. So if your spouse gets to a point where they are like, you know what, I have a problem and I need help at that point. Two of you can chase 10,000. That's where that scripture applies. Not when, not when you're still not in agreement. Not when your spouse thinks 
you and you alone are the problem not when they don't admit that they have been abusive towards you at that point you two you are not chasing you you're not even chasing a dozen not to talk of ten thousand because there's no agreement and you cannot help someone that refuses to admit that they need help i continue to tell people this you know people want to bury their head in the sand and say things like well but god is sovereign god is all-knowing we can pray this through and god's gonna do honey god isn't gonna overturn anybody's will okay if a person and you might have noticed i i didn't say this at the beginning but when the lady says you have anointing to deal with his demons essentially she's saying that if your spouse is doing all the bad stuff they are doing to you because they are under the influence of a demonic spirit you have the anointing to deal with that oh no you don't <laughs> you do not and the sooner you admit that you don't have the anointing to deal with that and that the only anointing you have is to protect yourself and draw some good boundaries the sooner you admit that the better for you now there's probably someone listening to this right now and there's like light bulbs going off for them and they're listening to this and all they're hearing is oh my goodness that must be it the reason my husband has been so abusive it's because it's been influenced by demons. It's not his fault. It's This is all the demon's fault. Honey, slow your roll. Okay? Just, yeah. Just backtrack and slow down. Alright. Yes. While it's possible for a Christian, or someone who professes to be a Christian, to be influenced by demonic spirits first question you need to ask yourself is this especially for those who are married to covert abusers where your husband is nice to everyone else but they are just terrible towards you and maybe your kids you must ask yourself why is it that the demon doesn't operate when your husband's dealing with other people because that tells me that they're not demon-possessed. If they were to be demon-possessed, they will just be terrible to every single person they come across. Okay? They would manifest whatever demon that is in them all day long. It wouldn't matter whether they were at home or at work or whatever. Now, so that's why I don't believe that these abusers are demon-possessed. But what I do believe is that it's possible for a person not to be demon-possessed, but they are being influenced by a demon. There's a difference. As a believer, it's possible for you to have the Spirit of God living on the inside of you. It's possible to have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you. But then you've opened yourself up to the influence of demonic spirits and they influence your actions 
So that's very different. When you find a person who's been influenced by unclean spirits, it, it doesn't manifest all day long, every day. You know, there are times that the the um there are times that it would manifest and there are times that it wouldn't. And you know, the thing is demons don't just go about looking for just attaching themselves to anybody. There are things that people do that makes them uh, attractive to this kind of oppressive spirits. Really, that's what they are, oppressive spirits. So if a, a person a person who is proud or say a person is like super proud, they are... Um, I'm trying to think of maybe some other traits right now, but they, they would, uh, they like to lie, right? They like to control other people. Those kind of things makes them very attractive to demons and makes them susceptible to the influence of this demonic spirits. Now for a person who has the Holy Spirit, there would be some points in their lives where the Holy Spirit will be like, don't do this, don't do that. But because abusers enjoy the the influence and the control they have over you, they like the fact that they are able to control your emotions. They like the fact that they are able to make you feel small so that they can feel good with themselves. In other words, because they enjoy their own sin, they ignore the Holy Spirit and and allow themselves to be influenced more by, by, by demonic spirits. Now, some of you might think that I'm talking just a bunch of nonsense. And <laughs> I'm telling you, I, if someone had told me this like, I don't know, maybe six, seven years ago, I probably wouldn't have believed it too. If they had told me like three years ago, I don't know if I would have believed it a hundred percent, but it would have caught my attention and I would have listened because of what was going on in my marriage. Um, but right now, only what I have seen with my own eyes shortly after I got separated from my spouse is enough to tell me that this is not just a psychological issue. This is not just a psychological problem that they have. There is a spiritual component to it. There is there is some kind of demonic influence attached to this. Because I saw things that my eyes never thought it would see. I saw situations where my ex-husband was just kept changing before me like someone who had I don't even know how many personalities so now I'm I'm coming to understanding of those things I'm coming to understand that the reason they lie so much is because they have a lying spirit like things now if if a husband cheats right and their wife asks oh have you been cheating on me and he says oh no way I haven't been cheating on you well, we can't justify the husband lying, right? But we could understand why he would lie. Maybe he's scared of his wife. He's scared she's going to get a divorce or whatever. 
because i mean that's a grave offense right cheating on your wife but with with narcissistic abusers there are some things they lie about my sister <laughs> there are some things they lie about that makes absolutely no sense like they would lie about the stupidest things things where if you told the truth it's like there's just no point lying it's nothing grave it's nothing serious an abuser will still lie about that it's almost like they they can't help themselves right so i saw things shortly after i got separated from my ex-husband that opened my eyes to see that there's a spiritual component to this stuff i had shortly after we got separated i had nightmares sometimes i would have nightmares where i would i wasn't even asleep yet i don't know if you've ever had those weird dreams where it feels like you you like you you're about to fall asleep but you haven't quite fallen asleep yet your eyes are closed but at the same time it's like the moment your eyes close they opened up in the spirit realm and i begin to see like demonic stuff trying to oppress me this was something that wasn't happening while i was in the marriage i mean i'm sure things were happening in the spiritual but my eyes weren't open to it and then the moment i took a stand and i'm like i want a separation i can no longer live with you under the same roof i start having these attacks really that i had to like pray and and you know take authority in the name of jesus for those things to stop happening and that was when i knew that there's a spiritual component to this stuff and that my ex-husband is being used of the devil but it's not like it's really not like um like the enemy pulling their strings they are a willing participant to this stuff because they enjoy their own sin they enjoy having that domination and control over you okay people who don't enjoy that who want to be free from it they seek help they seek help abusers don't want to seek help i mean when you tell them that you're getting a divorce they can pretend like they want to seek help they would come and say things like you could have been begging them for the last five to ten years to follow you to therapy they would shame you for that but the moment you're like i'm done with this marriage i'm leaving or i want a separation that's when they they want to go see a psychotherapist right that's when they want to go to counseling which i never advise that you go with an abuser to to counseling together but that's when they want to seek help that's not genuine they're only doing that to kind of suck you back into the relationship anyways I think the point's been made. If you don't remember all my ramblings on this episode, <laughs> just remember this few points. There is a spiritual component to abuse, right? Yes. That's one of the points in the episode. There's a spiritual component to it. It's possible for someone to be a pastor or profess to be a believer, but they are being influenced by a spirit that is not of God. Another important point, probably the most important, is that do not be deceived into thinking these people are demon-possessed because they are not. 
they are just being influenced by a demonic spirit and they in most cases they do not want to be helped they enjoy the power and control that they have over another human being and the manipulation they enjoy that and and that's why the demon sticks with them because these people in a, typically they they just don't want to be helped and um yeah and you you're not anointed to deal with it yeah i think that's 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 where we started this episode from right so we're coming full circle no one is anointed to deal with another person's sin only jesus was sent for that purpose okay so do not let anyone brainwash you into thinking that you're you know, into believing or like brainwashing you into the savior complex where you begin to think that, oh, I could never leave this person. I'm the one God has sent to save them. Only you ain't Jesus. Okay. (laughs) If you could do that stuff, God wouldn't have had to send Jesus to deal with sin. You are not Jesus. God has a wonderful plan for your life and it doesn't include dealing with your husband's demons ladies that's all i have for you today i would love to hear from you you can um come to our facebook group when marriage hurts you can post on there anonymously so it's possible for you to post on the facebook group and people don't see your name but they see the post so you can post anonymously if you don't know how to do that you can just send me a direct message either on the Facebook group or on Instagram at When Marriage Hurts. Tell me about your experience. Tell me if you've had situations where you felt like there was something going, there was a spiritual component to what was going on in your home. Tell me if you've had any <laughs> and any kind of experience at all, whether as weird as mine or maybe not as weird as mine. Tell me about it. And tell me if this episode has helped you. Maybe you had no idea there could be a spiritual component to this thing. And right now, you're hear, you're you're hearing from me that sometimes there's demonic influence involved. Just I just love hearing from you. That's how I know that I'm actually helping someone out there. <laughs> so reach out to me on social media. Um, leave us a written review on Apple Podcasts if you've never done that. And know that I appreciate the fact that you listen to me every week on this podcast. I love hearing from you. And I do hope that you have a wonderful week this week. God bless you.